Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection podcast. Today is a solo episode and I have two topics that I want to go over. So the first one is uh, basically the three training phases used with online clients for a body transformation. So uh, I just kind of want to go through my method here and like how I kind of program training with the goal of a body transformation, right? Like at the end of the day, what is a body transformation? I mean, it's going to be somebody that, you know, wants to probably lose a little bit of body fat. They want to gain some muscle. Okay. Um, so, you know, if your goal is a body transformation, then you want to build, or at the very least you want to maintain your current level of muscle, right? I think a lot of times people forget about that and they think, Oh, I need to lose body fat. And they forget about maintaining their lean, their muscle. And that's a mistake. Okay. Um, and so again, we want to make sure that we are, training properly for that because, uh, yeah, again, we want to make sure we maintain that muscle. The problem is that this type of training can get boring and monotonous over time. And I'm, I'm sure you've been there before, right? I mean, you do this type of training, you, it's kind of bodybuilding style. It's like, man, this freaking sucks. It's just, you want to change it up. Right. But the problem with that is consistency is vital when it comes to building muscle. Like you need to make sure you're staying consistent with what you're doing. Now, this doesn't mean you have to do the same thing over and over and over again, but some people do do that. And that gets super boring. Right. But there has to be some consistency, like whatever you do training wise, it needs to send that proper stimulus that you need. That's that proper signal to build muscle, but you have to stay consistent with that over time. And that's where I think people get themselves into trouble is they don't stay consistent with over time. They're trying to switch things up, make, make these changes. And and because of that, they end up spinning their wheels with um, trying to change their body. Right. Um, Again, without consistency, you're not going to build muscle. I mean, plain and simple. So really my goal uh, because of this, right. My goal is to find ways to help clients stay consistent with their lifting. Okay. And so one way we do this is by having them work through, uh, our three different training phases. Okay. And so what I'm going to do today is go over what those three training phases are. Um, and again, these are de- designed for muscle growth, um, but that we also want to make sure we decrease injury risk. And we also want to keep things fresh and engaging. Um, so they, so the client can stick with them. So you can have that body transformation that you deserve. So let's dive into it. So again, what are goals? Whether a client's goal is fat loss or muscle gain or both, uh, these are the three training phases that we are going to use for them. Um, really, the only thing that will change from fat loss or muscle or from building muscle is the amount of food and overall activity a client will do. So, uh, we're not going to change much training wise. Okay. I think a lot of people think, oh, I need to do like fat loss style training. But again, for body transformation, we want to build, maintain our, our current muscle mass and we potentially want to um, lose body fat as well. Right. And that fat loss is going to come through more activity and nutrition rather than actually the type of training you're doing, right? Because again, we want to lose body fat, build muscle in order to build, maintain muscle. We need to make sure we're sending the proper signal to do that. And a lot of times where people run into issues is they send the wrong signal to build muscle and that's where they kind of spin their wheels. Right. But again, in a fat loss phase, uh, the client will typically eat fewer calories and they'll do more overall activity. So maybe they'd have 8,000 steps during their building phase or maintenance. Well, we might bump it up to 10,000, 11,000, see kind of how their weight's trending. And then we'll adjust from there, right? Also, they'll probably eat fewer calories. Maybe during maintenance, they're eating about 2,500. 
during a, a fat loss phase, you know, that might go down to 2000. Again, we don't do that forever, but we do have periods of time where we eat less calories. And then in building phase, they typically will eat more food and maybe do a little less overall activity, but we don't want activity levels to go too low. But the reason I bring this up is because again, people try to like change the way they train when they're trying to lose body fat and whatnot. And it ends up just being the situation where they, they're just spinning their wheels, right? Like they just end up spinning their wheels because they're, they're doing more. They think they're doing the right things for quote unquote fat loss training. And it really doesn't send a signal to build muscle. So you're working hard, maybe your cardiovascular system gets better, but that's really it. Right. And then nutrition again, and, and they don't focus on nutrition and that's what really is going to make the biggest change um, in terms of the fat loss side of things. But again, the main thing is that no matter what, we are always looking to build or maintain our current muscle mass. What this means is that you can have this fancy scheme in terms of like periodizing your training, but no matter what, if your goal is to maintain, build muscle, you need to spend most of your time doing training that sends a signal to do just that. Okay. Uh, and, and what I mean by that is like, there is no like magic periodization. It's like, Oh, if you do it this way and you do this, this and that, and then you're going to like build more muscle than someone who just trains like for what you would consider your typical, like muscle building style of training. Right. Um, again, you need to make sure that most of your training is in that. Okay. So like this periodization that working through these three different training phases, it's not like that's this crazy change that you're going to see from like one phase to the next. Okay. Because again, in order to build and maintain muscle, we have to train it it's forgiving, but again, we want to make sure we're sending the the right signal there. Okay. So, um, it's not going to like, again, periodization isn't super important, but again, it's a way to make things fresh, lower injury risk and whatnot. So that's typically why we'll do it. But again, it's not going to be this like magic thing that if you took somebody who just worked in the eight to 12 rep range all the time, and then had somebody periodize the person periodizing their training may see the same results, maybe a little bit more, right but it would be a very small amount. But the reason we do this is for these three reasons. Okay. This is why we work in different phases. One, it can lower injury risk, right? I mean, if you just train in like six to eight rep range, for example, all the time, like you're going to, at some point, like, uh, you know, that's going to increase your injury risk because you're not like going a little bit lighter. Like maybe certain muscle groups don't respond as well in that, in that, uh, rep range. And so you can increase your injury risk if you're just training in the same rep range all the time. So what that means is if you get injured, well, that's time away from training, right? That's time that you're not going to be progressing your workouts or building muscle. Okay. And that is something that we need to take into consideration that, you know, is a big reason why some people don't see progress because, you know, like for example, their joints are hurting or whatever it may be. Right. And even if it's not a like debilitating injury, that's going to keep you out of training. It's, you know, these little minor aches and pains are going to be things that can hurt how hard you train. And again, your motivation to train and that in turn can get, keep you from going into the gym. So the big thing there is lowering injury risk. Now, what I will say on like bodybuilding style training is it does have like the lowest injury risk involved with it. So, you know, there's that, and it is tough to get injured, but it, it certainly is something that can happen. And I think it's more so these minor aches and pains that, you know, they're minor and then they kind of turn into more annoyances and, and whatnot, you know, think like tendonitis, stuff like that. The next is it keeps it fresh and engaging. I mean, just training like eight to 12 all the time or six, to eight or five to seven or whatever your rep range is that you like, like training all the time, that rep range just gets super freaking boring. So this is a good way to keep it fresh and engaging. Right. Um, you know, it's fun to kind of switch it up and, you know, maybe you, you do like to have your style of training, but Hey, you know, from time to time, you like to, you know, get more of a pump style training, a little bit more burn, et cetera. Like it's always fun to switch it up. So again, it can be fresh and engaging right now here again, to kind of bring my point home, just like with the injury thing, it's like, okay, so 
training's getting boring. That means you're less motivated to train. Now you start to skip sessions because you're less motivated to train. Also, you're less motivated to train. You're probably not going to push yourself as hard in each session. So again, it's like one of these things where it's not in like one time, is it going to make a difference? But over time, this, this starts to add up. Okay. So that's, that's the big thing there um, with that as well. So again, keeping the training, uh, it also helps keep it fresh and engaging. Lastly, some people just respond better to certain rep ranges slash style training. So like some people just like heavier training. And so it wouldn't make sense to be like, oh, you have to always work in eight to 12, right? I mean, eight to 12 is relatively heavy, but say they like, you know, the four to six, five to seven rep range. I could be like, no, can't ever go there. We always have to train eight to 12. Like maybe they enjoy that more. And again, that enjoyment is going to keep them more motivated, but plus maybe they have certain body parts that respond better to certain rep ranges. Like maybe their chest is better in the five to seven rep range, but then like biceps are better in like the 10 to 15 rep range. If we just worked in one and we limited ourselves there, you're going to be missing out on progress. So again, some people just respond better to certain um, rep ranges and style training. So if we were just to stick to one all the time, we would be hurting muscle growth in the long run. So working with hundreds of clients, I have found these three phases give the client the needed changes above, but also they don't stray too far away from the goal of building muscle that they still focus on building muscle, right? I think that's a big thing is we're not making these massive changes where it's like, okay, now we're not, now we need variation and so far away that now it's like, we're not really focusing on muscle, like building muscle. No, these changes are still good enough to where it's like, you're going to see muscle growth, but it's also gives us that sense of decreasing injury risk, keeping it fresh and engaging as well as, uh, uh, maybe again, you respond to better rep ranges, which in turn is going to keep a client more, uh, I can't think of the word right now, committed, uh, consistent long-term. And then one last caveat, there's no magic to this setup. Okay. You still need the basics like progressive overload and making sure the proper intensity is there, you know, staying one to three reps from failure most of the time in order to build and maintain muscle. So, you know, again, if you're not applying those two main things where you're not trying to overload over time, the training isn't hard enough, like it really doesn't matter, right? You're not going to see muscle growth. Um, so I, I wanted to point that out because those things are must, and you must have those in your, in your training to build muscle. Okay. So the first uh, type of training phase that we'll go into is a strength phase. So this is, uh, this phase is typically lower volume. Um, so you're, so the majority of the reps are going to be in like the five to eight rep range. Um, there's going to be less exercises during this phase and you lift a little bit heavier. So this is like your heavier style training. Again, less exercises, maybe more focused on compound lifts. Um, so, and again, this is just a lower volume phase. I'll, I'll talk about here, like what, you know, how it fits into the whole plan. But usually we use this phase after multiple hypertrophy phases or during maintenance phases between fat loss or building phases. So this pairs well with like a maintenance phase where maybe you have a busy time in your life. You need to do less work overall. Um, and you're in a maintenance phase, like this pairs well with that, right? This can come after like a, a fat loss phase. This can come after like a building phase, whatever it may be. But also we use it. I usually start clients with this phase as a way to ramp up their volume, like make sure that they're doing enough or just to make sure they're not overdoing it, right? This is like a good baseline, but I also like to use this after we go through the hypertrophy phases. Okay. And you'll see why here in a little bit. So again, this gives you a nice little break from it's like enough training to where it's going to maintain muscle, probably build a little bit because you, it's a little bit of a new stimulus, um, because you're going to be lifting heavier. Uh, but it also gives you that break from training higher with higher training volumes. Okay. So again, it gives us that enough to continue to build, but it also lowers volume to where it's like, you don't have to keep going higher and higher with the volume. Um, so like I said, we, we also use this phase to give the client a break from high volume of training. Um, this phase is usually only ran once. And then you go back into the other phases. It lasts about three to five weeks. This phase usually is just ran once and then that's it, right? Like you'll find out with the, the next phase we 
do it back to back. But with this one, you, we only usually only do it once. And then we move on to the the next phase. Um, and like I said, it lasts about three to five weeks, depending on what the client needs. Now, this doesn't mean you can't only run it once and then you're done. Like sometimes there's certain situations where maybe a client needs to continue to have a lower volume, whatever it may be for whatever reason. And we might run a couple of these in a row. So that's the first one. The next one is the hypertrophy phase. This is the nuts and bolts of what we do, right? The more majority of the reps are in that uh, six to 12 rep range. Um, you know, you're going to be able to lift heavy, but maybe, you know, it's not going to be in that one to five rep range, right? Where it's, you're probably not going to maximize muscle growth. So again, we're mo- most of our reps are going to be in six to 12. Um, and, and, you know, this is where volume starts to increase. Uh, we're going to, you know, probably add in more cables, dumbbells, machines, whatever the client likes, like we're going to start to add in more variety, right? This is your typical, just heavier training. Um, you know, it's like heavy enough to where it's like enough volume, but it's not super heavy again, where it's like in that one to five range where it's, uh, just super heavy. So now this doesn't mean we only work in the six to 12 rep range. And so we might go slightly outside of it. Right. But 75% of what you do will be in this like rep range. Okay. These phases are typically paired with fat loss or building phases. Um, so this is where we'll start to like incorporate with that. You can certainly do a maintenance phase with this, but uh, definitely these are going to be paired better with like actual physique goals and changes, fat loss, building phases. So with this, we usually run about one to three of these phases back to back. Um, each phase lasts about four to six weeks. So again, this is like the, the nuts and bolts. This is where you need to spend most of your time. Right. Um, and, and where we spend most of our time with our clients when they're trying to maintain build muscle. Um, you know, again, this is just typical bodybuilding. Uh, rests are going to be anywhere from one to three minutes uh, in between sets. Um, and, you know, we're probably hitting each muscle group at least twice a week here uh, with this. But again, I think the big thing, the big change from the first phase is that this is going to be a little bit more moderate rep range, um, still heavy, but more moderate. And you're going to probably add in a little bit more like machine work, uh, cable work, et cetera. Then lastly, so again, now you have it where we do four, three to five weeks of strength. And then from there, we have the big nuts and bolts of the, the, the training, you know, two to three phases of that hypertrophy style training with which each phase we're trying to, you know, add more weight, um, trying to add more reps, you know, we're trying to progressively overload, right. For one phase of the next, we may take out a couple exercises, um, and, and switch those out uh, as well. And then we have our, our third, uh, phase that we use. And that's what I call like a high volume phase. So basically the third phase is a high volume phase. Uh, in this phase, you will still have a good amount of typical hypertrophy work, you know, in that six to 12 range, but now we're going to add in some things like supersets, drop sets, mile rep sets, giant sets, AMRAP sets, etc. I like to throw this in when we need to add more volume, but not through like heavy lifting. Okay. It's just a way to add extra volume. Um, so usually we throw this in after we built up a lot of volume, uh, through those couple training phases, those hypertrophy phases. And then we add through this one in there at like, usually like that in towards the end of like a building phase before you need to take a maintenance phase or like at the end of a fat loss phase before you have to take a diet break or something like that. Um, this type of training isn't effective for very long. So we typically will only run this phase one time in a row. Um, but again, it's a nice change up from what we did before, where it was just like more like straight sets, typical things. And then now we throw in, you know, more of these like fun type of training, burn type of training. Uh, again, reps are probably going to increase. There's going to be more in like the 10 to 15 rep range um, on a few exercises and whatnot. And this phase lasts about three to five weeks. Like I said, you don't want to run this phase too many times in a row. So it's usually just once and then we're done with it. Um, but again, this is kind of more your pump style training. Uh, you know, the heart rate goes up metabolic style kind of is what, what it would be called. So those are the three phases. Next we have deload. So lastly, in between each phase, we will throw a deload week in there, uh, in 
in where the intensity and uh, volume is much lower. So like basically you run a strength phase for three to five weeks, you'll take a deload week, go into your hypertrophy phase. You'll do a hypertrophy phase and you'll run a deload, right? And again, the goal there is to lower training volume um, to give your body a rest, right? And, and, and uh, just like you need the weekend from work, you need a, you need a deload week to kind of recover from training. And then we go into uh, the next phase, right? So the deload is kind of that bridge in between each one. So here's how an example plan will look out um, for a, a client. So basically, uh, phase one, we do that strength, right? And this is going to be three to five weeks, uh, heavier style training. We take a deload, then we go into phase two, hypertrophy. This is going to be four to six weeks. You know, we might add in a little bit extra volume from that strength phase. Then we deload, uh, and then we go into phase three, which would be another hypertrophy style. Uh, phase. And with this, you know, maybe we add in, uh, we switch out a few exercises. Um, we see how you recovered. We might add in a little bit more volume. Um, but again, we're not going to change on everything. Any exercise that didn't get changed out, we're going to continue to build off of phase two. Okay. So we, again, we do that for four to six weeks. We see how the client responds. Then we take a deload week. Again, we lower the volume. Then we go into phase four. Usually this is going to be another hypertrophy style training. You kind of have the option here to go to that high volume phase, but uh, for most people, we'll do another hypertrophy phase. Again, this is going to be four to six weeks. We're going to continue to build off that last um, training phase. You know, volume might go up slightly. Uh, again, we're trying to overload. And again, we'll change a few exercises. Then we deload. Then we go into phase five, which is going to be a high volume phase, three to five weeks. Uh, again, maybe, now this is where we're going to add in supersets, drop sets, mile reps, not all of them, maybe one or two, um, whatever the client likes, whatever we kind of feel like trying out, what they have access to, et cetera. Um, you do that for three to five weeks, you, you kind of get all you need out of that um, stimulus, then you deload, uh, and then you go back to the strength phase, right? Then you go low volume, kind of just lower training volume maybe increase the intensity a little bit, and then you uh, rinse and repeat, right? Again, maybe the next time you only do two hypertrophy phases then a high volume phase, maybe you do three hypertrophy phases and then you go back to strength, right? Like you don't always have to do that high volume phase if you don't like that. But I find that it is a nice little change up for a lot of clients. Again, it's important to remember that we're not always like, you're not always going to be like in these phases, for example, like a high volume phase, like you're still going to do a little bit of heavy work, but it's mostly going to, but we're going to add in those things, right? Like, and same thing with the hypertrophy, like you're, you know, we're still going to probably have some five to seven rep range in there. It's just going to be the majority of that is going to be in that six to 12 rep range. Right. So it's not like, it's just, that's the only thing um, that you're going to be doing. Right. We, we definitely want to make sure that we still add in a little bit of extra stuff in there. So remember that there's no magic to periodizing your training without the basics like progressive overload, making sure the intensity is there and good quality and execution, right? But this is a strategy that can help you stick with training and keep it fresh so you can stay consistent to see the muscle growth you deserve. Um, if you have any questions on this topic, let me know. And that's going to be it for this episode. I know I said I had two topics, but this one went a little bit longer than I wanted. So that's it for this episode. I will chat with you guys next week. And if you have any questions, let me know. Also, if you listen to this, please feel free to share this on your social media. Um, and I will obviously repost it and whatnot. Um, would love to get more exposure for the podcast. Um, and also leave a review if you can too. That'd be super helpful. That's it for now, guys. I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at jeffh91 underscore or visit jhhealth.net. See you next time.